When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey friends, you're listening to episode 49 of Eco Chic, a podcast all about practical science and sustainability. My name is Laura Diaz, and I'm really happy to have you here. If you're new to Eco Chic, welcome. And if you're returning, it's good to have you back. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to rate and review us right in the podcast app. It's super easy. It takes two seconds and it helps me out so much. I like knowing that you guys enjoy the episodes that we're putting out. And it helps me know what you want to see in the future. It helps me know like what really resonates with y'all. So please, please, please go ahead and do that if you have a minute. This is a two episode week. If you didn't know, we're coming out with six episodes every month of Eco Chic. So it's every single Tuesday and every other Thursday. So earlier this week, we put out an episode on sustainable sex and sustainable sexual wellness products. So if you're interested in going back and listening to that, go ahead. And that's episode 48. I really enjoyed putting together that episode all about sexual wellness, and I hope y'all enjoy it too. Today we have another quick little solo episode. It's just me today. I think these are fun in between the longer conversations and interviews we have with experts in the field or sustainable businesses or whatever it may be. Just kind of mix it up because I know some people like those conversations, some people like the solos. So it's really fun to just throw in little sustainability tips here and there between those heavier conversations. Today we're talking all about how to shop package free. I think this is a good conversation to have because we talk quite a bit about low waste and zero waste lifestyles, how to live a little bit more sustainably, how to lighten your own carbon footprint. And I think one of the biggest challenges in moving towards that lifestyle is kind of like an intimidation sometimes of just like not knowing how to shop package free or lower plastic or whatever it may be at your local grocery store. So I hope today that you can take away some little tips and tricks here and there just to lighten your own environmental footprint. The biggest hurdle in shopping package-free is just being prepared. Before you go grocery shopping, make sure that you have all the supplies you're going to need to avoid packaging as much as possible. One of my favorite tips that I've talked about before is just reusable produce bags. I think it's really, really silly that we are bringing our own larger grocery bag to the grocery store and then filling it with smaller, tiny plastic bags just to hold like a bunch of bananas or a bunch of apples or whatever it may be. Because at the end of the day, you're not holding on to those plastic bags once you get home. So it's a really silly single-use plastic. Fun fact, if you didn't know, they say that the average grocery bag actually only has a lifespan of seven minutes, which is really, really sad. If you can avoid that in any way, I encourage you to bring your own bags, but then going one step further with the reusable produce bags is really a great move. I personally have some mesh ones that I bought on Amazon. I can link them in the show notes if anyone's interested, but I like them because they're washable and it's easy to see through them. A lot of produce bags are cloth a little bit thicker, so the cashiers do have to like open them up. And I just don't want to like give them more work if I don't need to. And these are also a little bit lighter than cloth produce bags. 
But if you are crafty, you could totally, totally make your own produce bags. I can link a DIY like how-to guide down below. But basically, you just get like an old sheet or a pillowcase or something of the sort and then sew the sides just to be a little bit smaller, like produce bag size. And it's really, really simple. I wish I was crafty to make them myself, but I'm totally not. So it's easier for me just to have the washable mesh ones. Another great tool to have on hand is mason jars or really any sort of jars. I think it's really easy to find these secondhand a lot of the time. Glass is an indefinitely recyclable resource, so that's really, really positive in my opinion. And then it's also really easy to wash. So if you are buying jars secondhand, just put them through your dishwasher and it'll sterilize them right away. You can also definitely think about getting some spice jars if you're interested in that. Usually for spices, I'll just buy a new spice in a glass container and then continue to use that container. So that for me is a reuse type of item. But if you find spice jars that you really like, that is also really, really helpful to bring with you to the grocery store if you are refilling spices. Upon your arrival to the grocery store, you're gonna wanna tear any containers. So tear is probably a word that you haven't heard since like your eighth grade science class, but it basically just means to take the weight of something and to later subtract that weight from a greater total weight. So what you wanna do is to tear any containers, you'll go up to the cashier or customer service desk upon your arrival to the store. So your jars and your bags and whatever else it may be, they're all empty. The containers are going to be weighed. You'll be told the weight. And usually I like to write it down on a note on my phone, but you can also write it on a sticker or I've also seen people bring wax crayons to write directly onto the glass of a lot of these containers. And that's really helpful as well. And what you're going to do is eventually just write the PLU numbers of bulk items and be able to give that to the cashier later on. But we'll talk about that in a minute. So now for the actual shopping tips. Produce, in my opinion, is the simplest thing to buy package free. You can really simply just use your reusable produce bags in place of those plastic bags at the store. So fruits and vegetables are going to have little stickers on them that the cashiers will scan or they'll just hand enter as per usual. So you are acquiring trash in that sense of the sticker. Or if you're buying loose lettuces, so like spinach or kale, they'll come with a twisty tie around them. So that is technically a piece of waste that you are acquiring, but it's definitely much less than buying lettuce in a box. There are some stores where shopping package-free for produce is not always possible. Like Trader Joe's has a lot of plastic around their produce items. So there it's just about mindfulness and just choosing things that are already low packaging. So I really just encourage you to open your eyes a little bit when you're used to just always buying the same thing every single week. If you know you're going to go for a bunch of celery, but this week they have something comparable that you can throw into your stir fries, that's a great option if you can purchase it package free. So just be a little bit flexible with your grocery list, depending on where you're shopping, if you are really committed to shopping package free. So the bulk bins is really where the magic happens when it comes to shopping package free. So shops that have bulk bins are places like Sprouts here on the West Coast. Whole Foods typically has some bulk bins, but also Bulk Barn, which are starting to pop up on the East Coast. There's a really great finder tool on zerowastehome.com that I can also link in the show notes. And you can put in your zip code or your city, and it'll give you all of the bulk stores near you, depending on what they carry. And I think that's a really, really helpful tool if you're just starting off. So let's talk again about bulk bins. The basic items that you're gonna be able to find in any store that has bulk bins, even if they are quite limited, are dry beans, rice and other grains, and then some basic staples. So like oats are always in the bulk bins. Other bigger stores like Sprouts or like Bulk Barn will have pay by the pound options for things like dried fruit. I love to buy raisins in the bulk bins 
or actually candies a lot of the time will be there. So like chocolate covered almonds you can find in bulk or granolas. Sprouts carries a lot of different seeds in their bulk bins like chia seeds and flax seeds and different kinds of flax seeds at that. So it's really interesting to just shop and walk through them if you've never done that before. It's just interesting to open your eyes to see like what all the options you have for shopping plastic free really are when it comes to bulk bins. So how do you actually shop the bulk bins? What you're gonna do is take your reusable produce bags or your containers that have already been teared and you're just gonna fill it from the bins. They're gonna have big scoops and you're just gonna put it right into your container. And a lot of the stores will either provide a twisty tie, so that has a little paper at the end of it for you to write in the PLU number or they'll have some stickers you can put on your items. Bulk Barn has stickers. Or you could actually just type the PLU numbers directly into your phone if you're really, really trying to reduce your waste. The cashier is going to manually input this PLU number after weighing your bag or container or whatever it may be just to figure out what exactly is in it. Here's another fun one, spices. We talked about spice jars a little bit earlier. Spices can be refilled at some bulk stores, not all of them. I see this a lot less often than I see options for oats and rice, of course, but spices can totally be refilled and it's super, super inexpensive if you go down that route. So to refill an empty spice container, you're going to first tear your spice container just like you would any other jar. And you're gonna write down that weight again on a note on your phone or directly on the container or whatever. If you are reusing a store-bought container, I really encourage you to cross out the previous barcode on it. So I just take a Sharpie and really just scratch it all out. And that allows the cashier to not accidentally scan it as a new jar. It's really inconvenient for them to have to like go back and replace it. And you don't wanna accidentally be charged like $7.99 for a jar of spices that should be like 70 cents. You refill spices in the same way that you refill anything from the bulk bin. So what you're gonna do is just go up to the larger spice containers and you could bring like a little spoon spork thing or just pour it directly into your container. Sometimes it's really helpful to have a funnel that some stores will provide for you, which is helpful. And then you're just gonna refill your container as per usual. Write down that PLU number just like you would with any other package free item. And like I said earlier, it is so inexpensive to be able to refill your spices. For some context, I normally refill all my spices at sprouts. I use cinnamon every single day in my overnight oats. And when I refill my cinnamon container, it is 74 cents in comparison to the normal $5.99 organic cinnamon container that I would normally just be repurchasing once a month, which is insane. So in the long run, it really does save you so much money. And there are stores with really extensive spice collections. So I will buy like my Italian seasonings, but also mustard powder, or if I need just a little bit of something for a specific recipe, it's also really easy to just shop from the bulk bins as opposed to buying a whole new container like of cayenne pepper. I really don't use cayenne that often unless I'm making like some sort of barbecue something or a chili. So I'll just buy little quantities of it in the bulk bins and just spend a couple cents as opposed to acquiring a whole new jar and acquiring a whole lot more packaging that I didn't previously have. So I mentioned earlier the issue of Trader Joe's having a lot of produce that comes in plastic. So I do want to just point out it's not always possible to shop totally, totally package free depending on where you're living and what your financial situation is. Like Florida, Publix everywhere. Everyone loves Publix so much, but people really do not pay attention to how much packaging and how difficult it is to shop package free at a Publix. And I feel like as a Floridian, people are going to come at me for bashing on Publix, but really we have to think a little bit deeper about the packaging options and what we are accustomed to when it comes to our mainstream shopping. So if it's possible for you, I really encourage you to think about the local options you have when it comes to food. If you have a local fruit stand that's open every Sunday, maybe you wanna go there and just save that plastic covered produce 
that you would normally be buying at Trader Joe's, just wait till the end of the week and buy it at the produce stand. There are certain things that you can also reduce your packaging that already come in packaging when you're shopping a little bit more local and smaller scale. So for example, over the summer, I love to go to the farmer's market and there's this farmer who makes these amazing strawberries. He grows these like really beautiful strawberries down in Southern Phoenix and he brings them up every week and I would like die hard go no matter what to go to the farmer's market to buy these strawberries. So he would bring them in these little plastic pints. And what I would do is just actually bring a Tupperware container. So a pretty long, like rectangular one, one that I normally store baked goods in. And I would just fill it with three pints of strawberries. So that reduced my personal waste and what I was bringing home. My farmer is able to reuse the pints every single week. And at the end of the day, it makes me feel a lot better about the purchases I'm making because strawberries aren't something that I buy most of the year because they will always come in plastic packaging. On the note of strawberries and plastic packaging, there are some smaller local initiatives that you can take your berry packaging to. Like for example, my local high school has a club that uses strawberry and blueberry boxes to grow microgreens for a science experiment. So just smaller things like that. Think about what's recyclable in your area and what you can do with your packaging to reuse it. So if you are choosing to purchase something in a glass container, which is definitely better than a plastic container because again, you can reuse it. It's infinitely recyclable. It's really really easy to sanitize in a dishwasher, how can you reuse that glass packaging? Repurposed jars like that are actually super helpful for storing all your bulk goods. A really common follow-up question to how do you shop package free is how do you store everything when you get home if it's not already coming in packaging? And a lot of the time that does mean secondhand jars or repurposed glass peanut butter jars or things like that. So what I like to do is just keep everything in my pantry in jars. And a lot of them, again, are secondhand jars or repurposed jars from other things that I've purchased. So if I am buying something in packaging, I like to think about buying it in glass so that you can reuse it down the road. When it comes to things in your fridge, I think it's really nice to have small glass bowls. So some of these I've bought secondhand, some are just like Pyrex bowls that I've bought on Amazon. And I think that glass bowls, I mean, it makes your fridge really pretty. Honestly, it makes everything look just really, really nice. But it's also a really easy way to keep smaller things together. Like if you're buying a lot of Roma tomatoes, if you're buying Brussels sprouts or green beans or things like that, that you can buy loose, it's easy to just throw them in a small glass bowl and keep them in your fridge that way. And also if you can see your food, it's a lot more likely that you'll go through it. You're not gonna acquire so much food waste. Like something that's hard for me is that a refrigerator that doesn't have those clear deli drawers, it has those white ones or just more opaque drawers. It's harder for me to remember that I actually have food in there. So I might be acquiring some food waste without even realizing it. So glass clear bowls are a really easy way to reduce my food waste in the long run and also just keep things together in the fridge. Another easy way to start storing things in your fridge is if you're buying leafy greens like spinach and kale or even carrots and broccoli, you can just stick them in a little bit of water. So I will just take a really big cup and put a little bit of water in them and stick a spinach bunch in there. It keeps your leafy greens and heartier vegetables and your herbs fresher for longer and it keeps everything really, really crispy. Think about your produce as plants, keeping them alive and healthy for as long as possible in the fridge. And I think that even storing things that do come in plastic packaging longer term in some water will keep them fresher for longer. So those are all my tips on how to shop package-free at the grocery store. Don't forget your bags. Don't forget to just be a little bit more mindful about your grocery list and explore all the aisles. Really open your eyes to all of the options you have when it comes to going package-free and plastic-free in your kitchen. 
If you want to be able to follow along with this episode later down the road, I will go ahead and link a blog post down below just on my website, lauraediaz.com, of how to shop package-free that goes along with a lot of these tips that we already gave just in case you want to follow along a little bit closer, prepare yourself for your next grocery trip. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to rate and review and please reach out. I love talking to y'all and getting your feedback on the podcast. I love when you share it with your friends and share it on your Insta stories. It makes me really happy that we're all really enjoying these conversations. If you don't already follow us on Instagram at EcoChicPodcast, there's actually a giveaway going on right now for sustain natural vegan non-GMO fair trade rubber condoms. So that's really fun if you're interested in entering going along with Tuesday's episode of sexual wellness products and their sustainability. With that, please don't forget to rate and review if you enjoyed this episode. It helps me a lot, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.